He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. I know we can do this together, because I know this. There's nothing, nothing, nothing beyond our, our capacity if we work together as the United States of America. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you for listening. President Jack, come on back up. Well, that was something. <laughs> something, wasn't it? I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. It's Tuesday. That was Joe Biden, your president, your fearless leader, saying we can do anything that we have the capacity, making up new words, only to wander aimlessly around the stage, get lost yet again. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure. And he was talking about cancer. I'm sure he's that guy right there that you just saw. I'm sure that's the person who's going to cure cancer. Gotta be him. He's got that thing I, down I, pat. I love that he does like the like the stage calls. You can come back up now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm lost, so uh, let's let's come up with something here. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. Again, hey, look, if, first of all, the, the fact that any politician would say that they, they are going to be the ones responsible for curing cancer is hilarious. It's not going to be them. It will be doctors and scientists, but anyone who it happens under their watch, I'll give him credit. I'll give him props. It's just not going to be him. It's not going to be him. All right. We've got, I see uh, today's thumbnail in there, Disco. Are you excited about it? Yeah. Well, it's not that I'm excited about it. It's that I uh, forgot that I had it up on my second monitor. Like I got two monitors going on over here and I had okay. it up over here and all morning I'm going, I feel like someone's looking at me. I feel like someone's <laughs> looking at me. And I just couldn't figure it out. And then I like I look over after like an hour and I just see Pete <laughs> just staring at you. like right down the barrel. <laughs> ah! Like it's it just it's like creepy. Get you out know, of my I'm head, just, Pete. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like over here looking at the, the big monitor and just get some. I just feel like there's eyes. It's just Pete Buttigieg staring at me, staring so at thank you. you for that. It's you know, a um, it's a work <laughs> hazard. It's a work hazard. Um, <laughs> it's just. Like, I mean, you look over and all of a sudden, because I, I forgot it's there, you just see Pete. <laughs> yes, I just wanted to pull it in because I thought it was a funny story. <laughs> just, uh. hey, I, I, I chose that picture this morning because he, re he really is. He's looking right into your soul. There's larger than life there. And it's like a, it's, it's like the Grinch, like, cr like eerie smile. Like, like, is he happy? Is he menacing? Is he the Joker? I don't know. I'm. <sighs> I'm just the Joker's just cool. Pete, there's nothing cool about Pete Buttigieg. I'm just saying, you know, like when you know, like when the Joker smiles, it's not because he's happy; it's because something bad's happening. You yeah. Know, and, you want to know how I got these scars? Um. Yes. No, that's true. That's my true. wife was a drinker. <laughs> Gosh, we watched that again uh, a couple weeks ago. So good. Um. Okay. Let's move on from Pete's face, and let's get to question of the day. Which today is, um, 
is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of like a survey or a poll. I, I don't know um, how you want to phrase it. But as this year comes to a close, we got a, a ways to go. I get that. As it comes to a close and we talk about things we want to do next year, not like, you know, New Year's resolution crap, but what do we want to do for the show? Some some changes that will be coming. Wanted to get your feedback. So what is, and it could be whatever. doesn't mean we're going to do it, but please throw your answers out there. We will take them and and consider them seriously and then some of them we'll keep and some of them we'll throw away but what is the one thing you want to see with with show changes coming in 2023 new element something you know whatever time change you name it throw it out there there's oh, everyone's gripes about something and i'm not saying that in a negative way you everyone has that oh man i wish they would do this or i wish they would do that i can't really change my like face disco. like huh I really don't like disco. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we can hide disco, but I need disco. Yeah. So, he, I mean, at, at minimum, he's staying here. He's just going to be off camera. No, we can't, we can't fix our faces and stuff like that. I mean, this is just what I'm dealing with. But send in your responses. Would love to know uh, what your thoughts are as we head in to 2023. And then as we do, and you send in your responses, which we'll get to in a second here, homeowners beware. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not even have a clue. Some cyber thief could be out there already having forged his name onto the title of your home. Here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer for my listeners. Go to hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. You can see it there on your screen. Then simply enter your address for your free no obligation home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. Again, something you wouldn't know. And this is the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And once again, if he forges your title, he can take out loans on your home, forge your name, stating he's the new owner. First things first, let's make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that by going again to hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. Use my promo code, which is Drew, D-R-E-W. Then enter your address for a free, no obligation home title scan. That's a $100 value for free. Again, hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. Don't look at the comments. Okay. Don't look at them. Okay. Because this... This is uh, it's gone away. I don't know if you were. I don't know if you're ready for it. All right, now look at least Rumble, and and let's just start start on the top. Pole dancing, okay. Just wait. All right, <laughs> live pole dancers on each side of the screen. Wow, feisty audience today. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so right over here, we okay. All right. I'm pretty happy with this show just as it is. Can't complain. Thanks, Barb. Nothing. It fills two hours of my workday. It's great the way it is. Okay. I appreciate those. Call them discos dancers. Maybe, maybe, I'm going to explain that to my wife. Maybe. A, yes. Um, so what if I have two dancers at work? It's not like I'm. Yeah, that's it's a conversation. Maybe a little more interaction with the crew, like more crew, more than disco crew. Or more interaction with you, the crew. The I, Drew th crew. I think they're the Drew crew. I'm not. I'm not a part of the Drew crew. They are. Well, technically you are. I mean, yeah. I, know. I mean, I'm you're, pa saying, you're paid to be. But I mean, it's yeah. It's yeah. A <laughs> I mean, you didn't send me a shirt, so you know. <laughs> That's true. Do you, I mean, if you if you want a shirt, we can send you a shirt. No, it's fine. It's okay. It's fine. It's, it's now, now, now he holds chosen, a grudge obviously. about it. <laughs> um, love the show as it is. Thank you, Jill. Disco ball for disco. It's your job. Exactly. We can make that happen. That's easy. Yeah. Drew might want to give this some thought. Okay, I don't know if you're responding to me or if this is Disco's a mercenary. Um, <laughs> okay, so 
Interesting responses. Um, some other stuff that has nothing to do with the question whatsoever. We're glad you're here, regardless. Um, but thanks, thanks for coming to spend some time, more interaction from you with the crew. Got it. Okay. We can, we can work that we in. Totally we can work that. in some segments. What, 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 okay, so here's, here's question two. What would a segment name be for that? Something with Drew Crew in it. We'll have a cool bumper, some music. We'll have the, the dancers do like a specific twist on the pole. And a, like... <laughs> so now we've, we've agreed to the dancers, apparently. <laughs> apparently. There's lots of comments no, about it. Um, oh, Drew might want to give this some thought. He's saying the, the pole dancing. Oh, the thing. pole. Da- yeah, 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 yeah. I see. I see what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah. Again, people who are see, here the for thing, the first time, we do a question the of the day, is, and it gets out of control quickly. The thing is, if you've seen King of Queens, when he wants his wife to start pole dancing, if there is a pole in that office, you know that Drew is going to be <laughs> up there spinning around. Look oh, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Like, how'd you break your wrist? I uh, ah. fell off the pole. <laughs> yeah, and it's the kind of pole you're thinking about. Yes, uh, exactly. Oh, man. You know who likes pole? No better way to segue into Pete Buttigieg than talking about poles. Um, because he does, right? Aren't you glad you asked? Yeah, exactly, right? So so the electric cars here, we know this. We've talked about it. It's something that's been in discussion for a long, long time, but it's, it's really at the, at the front of, of everything right now. And there we go. And California, of course, you know, Newsom put his edict in that uh, by 2035, we cannot sell gas powered cars anymore. It has to be electric vehicles. Going to start in 2026. Yada, yada, yada. We've talked about it a million times. And the, the hilarious actions that came right after where <laughs> they told people not to charge their vehicles. Don't use, you know, heavy, you know, major appliances. Set your thermostat at 78 degrees. All just hilarious uh, as, as they try and roll out. And, and not roll out, but force this green energy stuff down on Americans, and in the case of Newsom, down on Californians, which is, as, as we've said before on the show here, like, look, if you want an electric vehicle, fine. I don't care if you want an electric vehicle if you drive one. I prefer a gas-guzzling truck, but we can all be different. You can be somewhere in between. You can be a minivan person, whatever. But we all need to agree, by the way, and this is, I'm not done with this story, just a, a side point, that... There is no, and I know there's, that's why they're saying 2035, even 2035, we do not have the infrastructure or the ability to transition as fast as these crazy radicals on the left want us to. But this is going to follow. It's going to follow just Cal, not, not just California. You're going to have other blue states that follow. And the idea, I mean, this is really for a guy who grew up playing with trains and now is the Secretary of Transportation. This is really exciting. Someone who, who stages scenes where he rides bikes to meetings, gets out of the car and rides it like the last little bit there. Remember that scene? That was hilarious. But this, this whole idea of a, of a world with only electric cars really tickles Pete's prostate. Like this is something he loves more than like a, well, it's something he loves. Well, what's crazy is that even my seven-year-old understands the fact that we don't have an infrastructure ready for this seven-year-old like yeah you, i mean is that a conversation you guys frequently have around the house well let's well, talk no, here I mean, about well no i mean because she hears what i talk about we watch the news and all that stuff and then she asks questions and then you know she she was like hey why don't we have an electric car I was like well 
because it's not that reliable. And, you know, I'm, you know, like it's it, it and she knows what was going on in California. And she just sat there and I saw her work it out, like without me saying anything. She's like, but that means like we wouldn't be able to have power in our house. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, you feel like, let's get you in the White House because you could probably do a better job than, than the clowns we have there. Like, it's not like a frequent one, but it's just been recent because, you know, yeah. she's been hearing everything that's been going on. And it's just like she figured it out. I didn't have to I didn't have to help her. She figured it out. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah. Well, and it's like, not I mean, it's not okay. I'm not putting down your daughter. Obviously, it's someone I, I know and like, but it's not it's not it's not hard to figure this out. It's not no, like it's, it's this not. is this is a a pretty simple conversation. There's some nuance to it. There's some technical stuff that not everyone's going to understand. Sure. But this is not a difficult conversation. But moreover, it's not even about that. That The thing that frustrates me is not that people don't question that and that the people pushing it don't get it. Well, they, they, they do get it because they know it's actually not about that. But there's people who don't question the infrastructure aspect of it. But they, they don't see the bigger issue, which is that it's not actually about climate change or electric vehicles at all. Pete and, and Joe, and Joe is saying that he likes this too and that they're evaluating national, nationwide electric vehicle policies that would be similar to or mirror what Newsom did in California. But this has nothing to do with that. They want control over your movements. They want control over how much electricity you consume. They want control over everything. Disco, you've been driving too much this week. No electricity for you. You're cut off. Electric cars, this whole green agenda has zero, zero to do with climate change. Everything to do with more centralized federal power. Something that should scare the living bejesus out of every citizen out there. Not just Republicans, not just Democrats, everyone. We've already seen the story from Northern California where the Modesto police was, was uh, testing out a, a Tesla as a cruiser when it ran out of power during a pursuit. Can you imagine? I mean, Perfect. Can you imagine? So, so beyond the they want to control you, there's just lots of flaws with it. Can you imagine calling 911 like, hey, there's, there's a house on fire, and the operator's like, yep, you're going to have to stand by. We're charging up the truck. It's just not ready. Can't come. I'm absolutely going to say... Like where I live, out in the middle of nowhere, you know, we're, you know, yes, we have like local little firehouses that are volunteer based and all that stuff. But for the most part, when you call 911, it's coming from town. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So right now it already takes them long enough to get here. And this little, this little town, this little place that we're at, they're talking about bringing in solar panels to get rid of the regular a- energy. And I've heard people already say that are on the board of the, like, yeah, then we'll be able to tell people when they can't have their lights on and stuff. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Wait a second. Like, all right, you know what? I'll get my own solar power panels, and I'll decide my own thing. I'm not going to be running off of you. Right. Jeez, if that's the case, like, that's what, if I'm going to go solar, that's the only reason why, because I don't want to be attached to their grid. Well, and again, I mean, these guys, and people are saying in the comments too, but if you think Democrats and elites are are, are going to give up their gas-powered vehicles, their private jets, you're living in a fantasy world. It's not real. That's not going to happen. Most of these Democrats, most of these Democrats are perfectly fine with their betterers living by different rules. That's the, that's the world we are. 
They they're okay with people eating bugs and and <laughs> driving electric vehicles that they can't charge and all this stuff while they eat steak and fly around their jets. They're fine with that. They could care less about you. Democrats, that's just how they operate. They believe that they're in the bottom and their godlike politicians are above them, the Democrat followers. They're like, oh my gosh, these, these people are so good. And they don't question anything they say or do. They just go along with it. We need to move on to electric vehicles for the good of the climate. Okay, why? How? Walk me through this. Are you changing? No. no. Like, there's no conversation. These people just go right along. That's my big... Honestly, I've told you guys before, it's the biggest reason I still do the show. Big Tech has done everything they can to squash me. It's 2022. Everything pisses me off and frustrates me. But the thing that pisses me off the most is the fact that people cannot and will not engage or talk. And if you question anything or want to have a discussion, you're seen as some crazy person. Hey, why do you just do everything that Nancy Pelosi says or everything Joe Biden says or Kamala? You, you, the only reason you voted for Kamala is because she wore Converse during the campaign and she's a black woman. You thought that was cool. Like, you don't know anything about her. You don't know about Willie Brown. You don't know that she's the dumbest person. Like, it's just, it's infuriating that people just go along with all of this. These, these are the same. Seen, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Have you ever seen Minority Report? Yes. So, like, everything that's happening, if you watch it behind the scenes, Steven Spielberg spills this out. And he's like, this is a not-too-distant future where he... Basically, what we're going to know, you got to like this and this and this has happened in the government. And that's why we have the precogs and all that stuff so that we can stop people before they do their crime, you know, because it's, right. you know, you're guilty before you even do it, you know, and all that stuff. And he's like, I want to expose that. If you've never seen it, find it. So you can find the behind the scenes. And he talks about this. It's crazy. Like, it just clicked to me. Like, I haven't watched the movie in a long time, but it's like, he, you know, he, he was kind of seeing what it would be like because he thought, probably was thinking, it'll never get this bad. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't have naked chicks laying in, in the water serving were, as pre They were naked. They were, they were in, uh, like, jumpsuits. Oh, all right. Well, that doesn't seem... I don't, I don't know you if must, I'm going to go back and watch watching, it now. You yeah. must have been watching a different movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Minority <laughs> Report does... Yeah, that's right. Um <clears throat> But I mean, these so these people, and, and, and that's that's the that's a whole fascinating conversation that we could go off on. Um, not the pornographic version of Minority Report, which I don't believe exists, but the fact that that's kind of where we are. But getting back to these people, I mean, these people who go along with things. Don't forget that these are the same people who said you hated old people, wanted them to die, wanted them whoever to die, because you wouldn't wear a mask. They're the same people who said, "I hope you die if you don't get the COVID vaccine." Same people who said you should lose your job if you're not vaxxed. They also wanted you to put put in vaccine compliance, put you put in vaccine compliance camps. Oh, you're not doing this? You're not going to go along with the way that we're told to do and we're just doing because we, we blindly follow these people? You should be put in a list. You should be put behind a fence. Vaccine passports to go to movies. 
They still, even though it's been proven they do nothing, they still want you to wear masks. This is who we're talking about. And again, there's the, the, the biggest issue is it's not only that they, they blindly follow these people, but they have zero compromise. There's, it's 100% or bust. Like there's no, there's no wiggle room whatsoever. No commonality is left. None. The divide is, it's awful. Again, I hate it, but it's, man, it's, it's real. And it is, it is significant. Though, I mean, it, 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 it will take an act of God to get things back together. It just will. I hate it. But it's real. All right, everyone, real quick, hit that like button, whichever platform you're on. Plus sign, boxing glove over on Rumble, whichever device you're on, depending on. If you're on the app, it's, it's the boxing glove. If you're on the computer, it's the plus sign. Please do that. Continue to engage. Share, share, share away, folks. We get shadow banned all the time, as you well know. You, people get unsubscribed all the time. So the best way to do, do things and push back is to make sure you're still subscribed and to make sure you're sharing with other people who maybe missed it, likely did not get a notification. Uh, so please do all of that as you continue to engage and we continue on with the show. Then real quick, my fellow Americans, if you have an IRA, a 401k, a savings account, any, any kind of money tucked away, you need to listen to this. Because things are so scary out there. They're so crazy out there. As I keep telling you, this administration, the Biden administration, has already printed more money in the past two years than the previous 100 years combined. The national debt hit a record $30 trillion. Inflation is the highest we've seen since 1982. It's only a matter of time before the house of cards comes crashing down. And that affects you. And that affects me. And everyone else with savings or retirement. If you've got that, you've got those accounts. Your funds are likely at very serious risk. Go ahead and talk to my friends over at Gold Co. Good sponsors, good friends of the show to see how you can protect your retirement with gold and silver before it's too late. All you got to do is go to DrewLovesGold.com and they will get in touch with you. Fill out the form. You can get access and information on getting your free IRA kit. You could also get $10,000 or more in free silver when you open a qualifying account. Again, it's DrewLovesGold.com. Once you're on the site, if you fill out that information and call them before they call you, They'll also send you a free one-ounce Reagan, uh, Ronald Reagan silver coin. Okay. Also, guys, real quick, please don't forget to get your Locals account. We will be there this afternoon, as we always are, Monday through Thursday, and we will be right back here in a few seconds. Be sure to sign up at Locals for both free and exclusive content from Drew Berquist. Head over to drewberquist.locals.com and join the community today. All right, so have you noticed recently that members of the Communist Party like Biden, Cam Cam, all, you know, all these, these folks and others keep referring to America as a democracy instead of a constitutional republic. We talk about it all the time. You guys get frustrated about it. I get frustrated about it. It's a discussion that comes up far too often, but they always refer to it, right? And it's because they hate the idea of a representative form of government where small population states have a say as to who's going to be president. That happens, of course through the Electoral College. The commies hate the Electoral College. They're all about mob rule. You cannot give 
rural farmers and other people who are outside of their disgusting metropolises a voice. That's something they've always hated. All of the guardrails that the founding fathers put in place were for unscrupulous, power-hungry narcissists who believe that all the power should be centralized in D.C. Sound familiar? That's who we're talking about. And then you've got Jamie, Jamie Raskin, who's the latest member of the Communist Party. I just say the latest because a lot of people have floated this. We went through this. Uh, we go through it every couple of years, frankly. But Jamie Raskin's the latest member of the party to float the abolish the Electoral College trial balloon. He wants that discussion happening again. They're always playing the long game and, long game and they're succeeding. Here's specifically what he said. He said, quote, Obviously, we're going to need some legislative changes to the criminal code to account for, the, for now the possibility of presidents just taking a headlong rush at seizing the presidency. We have to look at a way that uh, we have to look at the way that the electoral system itself is vulnerable to strategic bad faith actors like Donald Trump. The electoral college is an accident waiting to happen, and we have to deal with that at some point in American history. And why not now? So there it is again. It's a threat, and now they're going to spin this narrative. They've always spun the narrative they don't like it because. The simple version of it is American people don't like Democrat politicians. Most of the country is, in fact, red. But they, they don't like it. They don't like the average American because they don't understand the average American. They don't like them voting or speaking for them. They just want to control them. You just need to be beholden to us. So they're pushing this, and they see it as a threat, and that's the verbiage that they're going to, not just with Jamie Raskin here, but that's the verbiage that they're going to probably ramp up even more. Is It's, it's not just, the, is, the, is the Electoral College fair? Is it the right system? The Electoral College is a threat. You know who else is a threat? You. We've been called a threat. They're calling the Electoral College a threat now. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the new narrative that's coming. The midterms. Very important, coming up in the fall. 2024 election, very important, coming up in two years. And you know as soon as the midterms are over, it's right into that election. We're in that cycle at that point. And this narrative that it's a danger to our country, to our democracy, which, again, we are not. We are a constitutional republic. But the Democrats tell their minions that we're a democracy. They believe that. They use that buzzword. And now they're saying that the Electoral College, the system that we've used forever and has benefited both sides, frankly, is dangerous. It's a threat. But really what this is, is it's a threat to the Democrats, yes. Trump was a threat to the Democrats because he wasn't in the club, the D.C. Insiders Club. And to prevent him and any other non-swamp dweller from becoming president, sitting in the Oval Office, the system just simply has to be changed. That's, that's how these guys play. Like every other institution in America, the commies are going to keep chipping away at the Electoral College until they feel like they can abolish it. The same thing is, is true for so many other things. The Second Amendment, you, the list goes on and on and on. But they've gotten so much more overt with their, with their approach. We knew that these people hated the country and didn't like you, didn't understand you, didn't understand me for the longest time. 
but they hid and they and they lied. No, 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 no. We do, we do, we care about you, we like you. Now the masks are so off, like the masks are like hundreds of miles behind them. Like it flew out, it they threw it out the window of their car, the electric car, of course. And just kidding, they don't drive them, they just want you to. But they threw that out, and they're just, they're just straight up telling you what they want to do. We want to abolish the Electoral College. We want to get rid of the Second Amendment. We want to put people who voted for Trump or are conservative in nature on lists, and we want them to be labeled as, as domestic terrorists and extremists. They are a threat to our democracy, which, again, we are not. Fun. We'll keep tabs on that, but watch that narrative. Again, everything is a threat. If you put it as a threat, label something a threat, then that person or those people or that system has to prove otherwise because in, in this crazy-ass world we're living in perceptions reality, enough people say it, it becomes true even if it's not. Conservatives are terrorists, apparently. Electoral College, a terrorist institution, apparently. Filibuster. Filibuster. You name it. Like it just terrorist weapon. <laughs> Man, I tell you. <clears throat> well, you know, it, it's something that I remember asking um when I was younger, I asked my dad about how the, you know, election happened and who becomes president and all that stuff. And then I it, it it, you know, it clicked to me. I was like, hey, it seems like almost every other time it's Republican or Democrat. And my dad said, Well, hey, you know, like that that's what happens. Is someone gets in office. The other side doesn't like it, and then they stand up and they vote and they do their thing, you know, and it, and it happens. And he goes, but that's what's great about America. We're going to get the best of both world, worlds. Not at the same time. We're going to be – it's going to be this teeter teetering thing, and we're going to – and, and that's when he explained to me, like, America is an experiment, and we're still experimenting. We don't have this figured out, you know, and so it's – it was – it was it, like I, it opened my eyes to it where it's like, okay, all right, well, hey. Right. You know, and right now what we're in sucks because they're – Seems like there's no end in sight because what feels like has already been four years has only been two and a half or whatever. No, I don't even less know. than two, less than two. Yeah, yeah you, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like it seems <laughs> like it's been going on forever, but yet you know, like it's it's just where it just we talk about it all the time. Show up and vote, not just for the president, but also locally. Get there, make a change, because that you know, because if you're if you believe in something, you should show up and try to make that change not just talk about it and be upset when it doesn't go your way actually give it 110 percent yeah and, well and barb says they're outnumbered and don't seem to know it i think it's actually maybe the opposite barb i think that the the reality is is they do know it they're terrified they're trying to speak to the people as if they have this huge following and they do they've got a bigger following than they should but i think it absolutely terrifies them that there are so many people waking up I read an article today, and I forget who it was by, but I read this article, and it was talking about how strong and effective we the people are if we are together pushing back against tyranny, pushing back about what is going on and the control that is trying to be shoved down on us, you know, taken from us, freedoms taken from us, and control put over the top. And we are an effective tool, and we are a terrifying tool. If you're someone who wants to change everything again, and they do, they want to change everything. All of their policies indicated. I am so sick of them saying, I say this all the time. I love America. We've got to stand up for America. America's the greatest. Here are all my policies that are going to change everything about it. 
you, 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 that doesn't work. You can't do that. You don't love something if you want to change everything about it. They hate it. Well, it's funny. It's I was no, no, I guess it's not funny, but I was talking to a buddy of mine, and we don't lean the same way politically at all, but we're still friends. We love each other. We talk almost every single day. And he was talking about how this, uh, you know, like w- when you think about like the original, like what does being conservative and what does being liberal mean, all that stuff. And, you know, he's like, look at the Democratic Party. It's like we need to change for change's sake. And he goes, but we're hurting ourselves right now. The Democrats are hurting themselves right because we're trying to make a change for change's sake, but the change isn't good. They need to be able to step back and go, hey, you know, this is actually going to destroy our infrastructure and destroy our nation. We should stop. But they're just like, no, we want change and everything. And they don't and, and they don't make they don't really have a plan. You know, it's, it's right. You know, I feel like I'm now quoting the Dark Knight again. I don't know, I'm just like a dog <laughs> chasing cars. You know, <laughs> When I get to the car, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. You know, and that's. <laughs> That's what that's what it's like with these guys. It's like, oh yeah, let's you know, let's you know, it'll be better. Let's have everyone have electric cars. Cool. Well, the leadership no, the leadership knows very much what they want to do. The people who follow them and vote for them are 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 just not smart. Yeah. Who are chasing cars, following cars. Um, yeah. So they don't love America. A lot of people do though, right? And I'm transitioning to this this other comment here or this other story that I wanted to just touch on because you've got. Legal, no I-L in front, legal immigrants who have come here and busted their ass. We talked about this yesterday in a different context. Went through the process that still exists, even though it's never used by the government. They tell the, the people just, ah, forget about that, just let them through. But those, those people love this country a lot. And Nikki Haley, who I know people have their beef with, okay? This is not really about Nikki Haley here. But she raised some eyebrows by saying legal immigrants are often more patriotic than most Americans these days. Instead of bashing America, they know that in this country you can work hard and be anything you want to be. Here she is in her own words. It's, a, it's like a podcast with her picture up there, but we'll play it and then we'll discuss. I just took away uh, your family experience, the immigrant experience, the accounting background, the striving to do that. It truly is the American dream. You know, I mean, my parents came here because they wanted a better life for their family. And Mm -hmm. they came here with $8 in their pocket. They came here legally. They came here the right way. And, you know, they look now at what's happening, and they're offended by those people that are coming illegally. But I'll tell you, the most amazing part of all of it is legal immigrants are more patriotic than most Americans these days because they appreciate how wonderful this country is. They appreciate that if you work hard, you can be anything you want to be. And there was not a day that went by that my parents didn't remind my brothers, my sister, and me how blessed we were to be in this country. So some people were not happy with that that comment. And and look, I guess to a certain extent, you can see why it would piss some people off. But she's not wrong. Nikki Haley's not wrong. Like Nikki Haley, think that she's going to be a good candidate in anything that she does from this point forward in the political realm. She's not wrong here. Sadly, a lot of Americans hate their own country. We show you clips of them all the time. And and pretty much every person that you know or I know that has become a U.S. citizen loves this country more than any Democrat I know or have ever seen on TV. More than some Republicans, too, I'd even wager. But certainly, I mean, Democrats hate America. They're not as much as they hate God, but they hate, hate, hate America. It's a fact. They hate the founding fathers, the Constitution, our history, all of it, everything about it. 
But us on the right, we, we somehow just keep forgetting that we have nothing in common with today's Democrats. And we also forget that the one thing that used to unite us collectively and then also within our party is that the love of country used to be what brought us together, what united us. We used to be, think about this, the people who are mad at Nikki Haley right now for suggesting that are people that just are mad at her because she's more of an establishment-type Republican. She's not a full-on America First or MAGA-type person, which you can, you can disagree with her on, and I do too on a lot of those things. But just because she's not who you want her to be doesn't mean that what she says is always wrong. Right? But that's kind of where we've gotten in culture. Like, okay, no, no, she's saying the right thing there. She does maybe like this country, and, and that's not what her comment's about there, but maybe she does like this country. Like, that should be the, the baseline of, of conversations and relationships. Can we agree that we like this country? Not, not like, a, like you're a Democrat saying it politically when you really hate it. Can we agree that we like this? Yes. Okay, we can, we can converse now. We can, we can converse. We will disagree on some things and how it should look and how it's going to be different and who you might vote for. But you've got to start there. If, if, if the answer is no, we can't agree that we love America, then, then that's, that's, that's a non-starter. But it used to be the love of country that united us. That ship sailed, though, with Obama when he waged his war on the police, encouraged rioting. In the wake of Ferguson, since then, Democrats have gone full, just full on burn the system to the ground and will start over with them in charge. They've they've just gone absolutely insane. And as Ginger said, I mean, we've got, we we can't even agree. We can't agree on a lot of things. We can't agree what a woman is for Pete's sakes, but we can't agree on what the national anthem is. We talked about that some yesterday in in, uh, booze and banter. But it's. It's just, it's so sad to see people, I, 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 she's right, Nikki Haley's right here. It shouldn't be that way. They should love this country. We should love it just as much, but they absolutely do. I think they love it more than a lot of people here, the ones who came and did it the right way, the legal way, than people here who have taken it for granted, never understood how good it was in the first place, Any, whatever the, the scenario is. No one. When when there's people that I talk about, they're like, oh, you know, America needs to change. We need to be more. I've, I've literally had this conversation recently. Like, we need to be more like Venezuela. I'm like, you want to be eating out of trash trash trucks? Like, you like, <laughs> do your research. I, and where I send them is I send them to our old friend Chuck Colton. I send them to his podcast. Like, go find the Venezuela ones where there's a video where he's recording. Like, it wasn't live, but he was recording. In the middle of him recording, you remember this? He's they someone two guys try to abduct like they try to take him over the river and he like beats them off with the GoPro stick and everything and then it cuts it comes back and it's like hey yeah they were trying to get me over there to get me in jail you know like they they were trying to abduct me like go just go watch a few episodes of that and you'll understand what's actually going on over there because the news doesn't talk about it no one else is talking about it and it's just like come on like you don't want that you don't want that I'm sorry right. <laughs> you think you think it's great. Because you don't know, you're uneducated. You don't know what's actually going on. But when you finally know what's actually going on, you're like, yeah, you know what? I think we're doing pretty good over here. I think we are. You know. <laughs> I mean, hey, even this, go over to Dubai. You won't get to video chat anyone ever because it's 
not allowed. They block yeah. it. You can't FaceTime. You can't Skype. You can Skype. You can audio Skype, but you cannot video Skype. There's nothing that can happen over there because they don't allow it. That's the government controlling that. So you know what? Go over there. See what it's really like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then talk to me. And then yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> Man, this world. Uh, speaking of this world, let's let's talk about New Orleans, right? Which can be a fun, a fun town. You can get into some trouble in New Orleans. It's really not my favorite. If you're from there, you love it. That's fine. Like we're gonna agree to disagree there. I like some of the food, yada yada yada. But it's also just been known to be kind of a corrupt cesspool of Democrat leadership. It has for a long, long time. And you've got the current mayor, Latoya Cantrell, who's carrying on that legacy quite well, might I say. Who's one of the dumber mayors in, in the country, just sitting in an empty pantsuit over there in New Orleans at City Hall. But she's getting heat, and you probably maybe you heard this, maybe you didn't. We don't normally get into New Orleans news, but it's kind of national because, because of, of her, her profile and what she is and this, that, and the other. But she's getting heat for $30,000 worth of airline tickets paid for by taxpayers, by the way, paid for by Louisiana residents. $18,000 alone for tickets to France over the summer. And, I, and it's, it, ha, it has to do with her flying in first class. And, and look, I will say this. I don't care. I don't care if, if that's how you fly. And I don't care if, if public officials fly in first class. It's better than most Democrats who, who fly on private jets off of donor money and, and taxpayer money, all that kind of stuff. Yes, Bernie, I'm talking about you. But it's the fact that she's breaking her own rules, the city's rules, in how she's doing this. And then, of course, because she's a Democrat, rules for thee and not for me, is, is outraged that people are outraged with her. Because the city rules in purchasing a plane ticket, New Orleans municipal workers must select the cheapest flight or pay back the difference. So she has that option. You can just you can just you can just pay for the difference, which is crazy right now by the way. And again, I like to fly up in the first cab when I can as well. Who doesn't? It's better. There's drinks, there's people are generally nicer. But there's rules. Rules that your employees have to follow that she's not. So, employees are required to purchase the lowest airfare available. Employees to choose to upgrade from coach economy or business class flights are solely responsible for the difference in cost. So it seems pretty cut and dry, right? But here's the twist with it. I, let's go ahead and uh, I went ahead and got rid of our weird stalker dude over on YouTube. Um, you're welcome, Slaughterhound. Um, <laughs> but the the weird thing is here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really weird, really strange. Um, I have a side story that if I remember, I'll come back to on that. But <clears throat> so she's forcing that. But the twist is, and where and where it's interesting is 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 and as Judy's saying, she's more important than us. Of course, she thinks that because she's a Democrat. But according to Latoya Cantrell, she says that coach class is too dangerous for a black woman to sit in. I'll repeat that. Coach class is too dangerous for the black mayor of New Orleans, Latoya Cantrell, to sit in. And she's got, I mean, if you're, look, if you're flying Spirit Airlines, the fight club of, of the skies, she's got a point. 
But in most cases, no. Here is her quote. As the mother of a young child whom I live for, I'm going to protect myself by any reasonable means in order to ensure I'm there to see her grow into the strong woman I'm raising her to be. And anyone who wants to question how I protect myself just doesn't understand the world black women walk in. The meaning of that quote is obvious if, if you question me or racist because you don't know what it's like to live in the life of a black woman. She threw up the race bait force field. So you can't, I mean, you can't question her. I'm the mayor. I'm black. You can't question me. I love it. <clears throat> it's dangerous. I can't sit back there. May, I'm going to start using that too when I, when I talk to my wife and, and people you know, that I'm traveling with. Why do we have to get those expensive tickets? Well, because it's dangerous back there. Have you, have you seen back you, there? You know, that's what I'm going to say next time I fly out to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, by the I, way, I've just put in those rules. Uh, you are welcome to pay the difference. Uh, it's, it's, a, uh, <laughs> it's, an, it's a company policy. Um, yeah, no, like for like for me, it's it's um it it's one of those things where it's like okay, you know, like wh wh why do you think it's that you know dangerous on a plane? I mean, the thing is, is if there's anything that is going on crazy, you're 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 bound to have more than one person there to have your back. Not I'm not just talking about the flight attendants and the captain. Right. There's gonna be other people that are gonna be there. Gonna be like, <laughs> stop what's going on. You know, uh, there was one flight I was on recently where there was a baby that was crying and you could tell the mom was just exhausted. And the, the flight attendant came over and said, Hey, can I just hold your baby while you take a nap? She's like, Oh my God, yes, please. And so like, she's just standing there next to her. The mom just, she never left the mom's side. She's just sitting there. It was just like, that's what I'm talking about. Like people helping people, you know? And, 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 I, and right now that's a crazy thing to, to do in this world. It's a, it's like a crazy antic to have. Like, what do you mean? You're going to go help out a mom. Well, you could tell like the mom is in need of some rest, right? Something. You know, and but it's like, it, and it's crazy, you know, and, and, and hey, good for her to feel comfortable with the stewardess, because I know some people will be like, no, don't touch my baby, and I understand that, but it's just like, you know, you feel like you've, there's, the humanity has lost something somewhere because of how crazy it is, and you see something like that, and you're like, you know what? All right, Maybe cool. there's a little right. bit left, yeah. There's, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. There, you know? There is like, a glimmer. <laughs> I saw, you know, I, I had a good conversation with some, some random strangers last night um, on kind of a similar topic. That wasn't <clears throat> as specific as, as the scenario you suggested there or you brought up there, but but it kind of left left me feeling the same way. Like, okay, you know, and it had been a long day. I had a rough day. It's, today's been a rough day too. It's just, you know, it's just one of those weeks, right? And it's like, all right, that that's encouraging. I, I like you people. You've given me a little bit of hope for today. I can maybe make it till uh till tomorrow. But we do need more of it, no doubt. And we do need more show, but we're going to take the rest of the show over to Locals. Um, I'm going to share the link with you because I'm a nice person um, sometimes. Depends kind of who. I feel like I feel like you say that every episode, so it's more like you're trying to convince even. Even myself. Like, like, I don't like, really believe like, it. Yeah, and I, I'm and a nice I, person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you're right. You I do say that. Maybe, maybe too. I'm, maybe I'm, I'm covering for some. I mean, I, if, if you don't want to be my enemy, uh, that's 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 true. <laughs> but I've shared I've shared the link there for locals. Uh, that's where we're going to be. You can get yourself a free account. You can get yourself a a, a five dollar a month account and enjoy booze and banter with us each and every day, Monday through Thursday, uh, which we do right after the show, typically right about three p.m. It's two fifty five. Now we should be there by three. So 
get on over there. Come join us. Have some fun. We're going to talk about Charlie Crist, the gay Democrat. And I'm not judging him for being gay, but he is a gay Democrat who's running against DeSantis for governor in Florida, who called DeSantis Satan and compared himself, Chris, to Christ. Interesting take. We'll, we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about another mayor. All sorts of stuff. It's coming up over on Booze and Banter. We'll see you there. If not, we'll see you tomorrow. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.